0: to the glacier valley church of god podcast it is our hope that through these messages you are blessed you are encouraged you are uplifted if you ever need us to pray for you contact us at 789-3605 god bless you we hope you enjoy this message Always good to have Ida with us all the way from Angoon. And it's good to have all of you who are with us today from out of town and and I just know that you're here to be a blessing during gold medal and we're glad he chose to be in service today. If somebody will, let's see, who can I get? Uh, Hunter, if you'll take these. I think Jeff's up in the nursery, not sure, no, maybe he left, anyway, just place them on the front row here, we'll get the, it's, it's, okay, they're down in the toddler room, if you'll get to take those down, amen, praise God, we uh, just want to say a word about Celebrate Recovery, the material has been ordered for Celebrate Recovery and and the first phase of it is for people who are volunteers to be trained. It's a, a process of going through training to be a part in the uh, Celebrate Recovery. And uh, so those materials are coming, so I just wanted you to know uh, where it's at as far as the progress that's being made. And um, also with the children going to, uh, Catch uh, a can, the young people. I say teens going to catch a can. If you just want to make an outright donation, just to make it out to church and just put teens on it, envelope or on, on uh, the check. And so we we'll, uh, It's good that we have so many teens wanting to go. It's a great, great event. It's like having a teenage camp meeting, and so they're going to be, they're going to be blessed. Praise the Lord. I'm going to try to preach short today. That's the reason I'm sitting down, I'm preaching. No. (laughs) Some of you got that. Some of you. (laughs) Uh, Just want to preach a message on God wants to meet with you. God wants to meet with you. The reason we're here today and the reason we come to church every time that we come to church and in our own personal lives, is to have a meeting with God and to come into his awesome presence. We saw Sister Karen had a meeting with God today. The Lord got on her. And uh, the reason that we pursue the presence of the Lord, that is in his presence, we find everything that God wants for our lives. Every need is supplied, every question is answered, and our purpose is fulfilled as we have a meeting with God. Every time that a person in the Bible had a special meeting with God, first they came into uh, uh, a personal encounter with the Lord. In other words, they, they met the Lord in a very special, personal way. Secondly, the person who had the encounter with the Lord always changed. They were never the same after they had that encounter with the Lord. Third, they were called to do something for God. When you have a meeting with God, it's a meeting that is on purpose, that he begins to tell you what your life is about and what your purpose is in life. And fourth, they were used to accomplish what God had called them to do. It wasn't just a calling, it's actually they accomplished what God wanted them to do. And that's why we're here today. That's the reason you're in church today. We're here to have a personal meeting with God. And we want to have a meeting with God that will change us. And we want to have a meeting with God where we can hear His call for our lives. And we want a meeting that will launch us into doing what God has called us to do. This principle is spelled out for us in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16 through 18. It says, Whenever, though... They turn to face God, as Moses did. God removes the veil, and they are face to face. They suddenly recognize that God is a living, personal presence, not a piece of chiseled stone. And when God is personally present, a living spirit, that old, constricting legislation is recognized as an obsolete As obsolete, we are free from it. All of us, nothing between us and God. Our faces shining with the brightness of His face. So we are transfigured much like the Messiah. Our lives gradually becoming brighter and more beautiful as God enters our lives and we become like Him. Praise God. Let's have prayer. Thank you, Lord, for the blessing of us being able to meet with you and you with us. We know the whole foundation of that is we are reconciled to you by Jesus Christ. And I just pray today that you will bless this word and use it to minister to people. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. The whole purpose of what God has done through us for us, by giving us Jesus, we're entering into that season when we think about the death of Christ and the resurrection and the uh, ascension of the Lord. It's really important to us understand that the reason God did with that, did all of that, and all the whole purpose of Jesus coming is that God wanted to meet with you. God wanted a personal relationship with you. He desired it so much. He yearned for it so much that he gave his only begotten son that we believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. He wanted to come to the place where we could have fellowship with him once again and come close to him and he to us. So the whole basis of that meeting is what Jesus has done for us when he died on the cross. That's particularly significant today as we've had water baptism. It's uh, uh, because it is saying people have come to faith and they have come to the point in their lives that God is able to meet with them and they are able to meet with God. God becomes very real and very personal to them, the living God not just some idea, not just some theology or some philosophy. God is a very important and a very full part of their lives. In the book of Isaiah, Isaiah was a prophet that had been called of God, but in Isaiah chapter 6, something happened to Isaiah that changed him forever. And it illustrates what I'm talking about, that he had a meeting with God. He had a meeting that transformed him into a more powerful and more effective prophet than he ever imagined. You see, it happened when the king Uzziah died. Uzziah began to rule as king over God's people when he was 16 years old. Can you imagine that, a king that was 16 years old? And under his leadership, righteousness was promoted. There was a revival under his leadership among the people of Israel. The nation prospered, it enhanced its defense, and God was glorified in his people. He reigned for 52 years, but near the end of that 52 years... He was lifted up in pride and went to the temple and violated the set temple protocol and he offered sacrifices himself. He lifted himself that he thought that he could assume the place of being a called priest and because of him violating that He was stricken with leprosy and that disease brought his death. Needless to say, after 52 years of having King Uzziah as the king and after a nation had experienced so much spiritual blessing and so much outpouring of prosperity... And they had enjoyed everything that had come with Uzziah's reign. And to see it end like that, it threw the nation into crisis. A terrible crisis of leadership. But it was during this crisis, at the very time that Uzziah died, something happened that was God's answer to the crisis. God's answer to the crisis. You see meetings with God, I'm talking about special meetings with God, always comes because there is a crisis. There needs to be somebody that can be God's answer to the crisis. (coughs) To meet the need. And so God knew that there was crisis. So He moved upon... His prophet Isaiah to be the answer to the crisis. And I believe today as we look at our own, our own situation and our own circumstances, we would say that we are in a crisis today in the land. We are in a crisis. But during this time of crisis where we have crisis with our, our families, our families are in crisis our uh, nation is in crisis. Our state of Alaska is in crisis. Even people in our church that come every Sunday, you are here and you have had crisis in your life. And it's during this time that God wants us to come close and to come near so we can experience His presence in an unprecedented Way. God wants to raise up some people who have been had a meeting with God and called to this time of need that we have in the land. Praise God. The first, there's three things that happened when Isaiah had a meeting with God that teaches us about our own meeting with Him. Isaiah chapter 6 verse 1 through 4 In the year King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on the throne, high and lifted up. And the train of His robe filled the temple. Above it stood seraphim. Each one had six wings and two. with two He covered His face and with two He covered His feet and with two He flew. Verse 3, And one cried to another and said, Holy, Holy Holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of His glory. Praise God. And it says, And the post of the door was shaken by the voice of Him who cried out, and the house was filled with smoke. Wow, what a meeting that Isaiah had with God. Seeing angels, seeing creatures of heaven, uh, in heaven, and then... He saw the Lord high and lifted up, sitting on the throne. And it says the glory that followed Him filled the whole temple. Praise God. Filled the whole temple. You see, what's going on here is that Isaiah saw God like he had never seen Him before. He knew God. He had been called by God. He was already prophesying. He was already a person that knew that God had His hand upon him. But God wanted to intervene into this crisis? and calls Isaiah to see God like he had never seen Him before. That's what we need today. We need to get a fresh vision, a fresh revelation of who our God is. We need to see Him. Hallelujah. We need to see him like Isaiah saw him. We need to see him high and lifted up above everything, above every situation, above every circumstance, above every crisis. He's high and lifted up. His power is above every power. There's power in our God to supply and to provide and to help We just need to see who our God is and His power and His glory. You see, we need to see a bigger God. We need to see a more awesome God. We need to see a more holy God. We need to see a more powerful God. And we need to see Him high and lifted up. Hallelujah. You see our problem today. We look at our circumstances and our crisis. And it gets really big. As your pastor, I see needs in people's lives. I see things happening in families. And I see sickness and disease and infirmity afflicting people. I see addictions. And I see uh, problems. And I see children having problems because of their parents are having problems. And I've seen so many things happening that are tearing people down. But let me tell you, we need to see that our God is bigger than all of that. We need to have a fresh revelation that we see His power and His glory. Hallelujah. God is the answer to the crisis that we're in. Oh, we need to see him. We need to have a meeting with him. We need to meet with him in this service today in a great way so we can see him high and lift it up. Oh, praise God, so we can join the angels of heaven and declare holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, the earth is filled with your glory. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God! Hallelujah! Amen. Hallelujah! 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 Amen. Secondly, in this meeting with God, God wants to change us. God wants to change us. He never gives us a special revelation of Him and His glory and His power until or until we see that He wants to Change us to change us. Isaiah chapter 6, verse 5 through 7. So I said, Woe is me, for I am undone, because I'm a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Then one of the seraphim flew to me, having in his hand a live coal which he had taken with the tongues from the altar, and he touched my mouth with it and said, Behold, this has touched your lips. Your iniquity is taken away. Your sin is purged. We'll never get to our future until we settle our past. We have to deal with What's been before now? There was something in Isaiah's life. We don't know what it was. There was something in Isaiah's life, even though he was a prophet, that was hindering him. There was something that every time he came close to God, that he bumped up against this thing. That it was holding him back from being all that God wanted him to be. It was holding him back from doing all that God wanted him to do. He came to a place that that thing was just in his way. Standing and holding him out of the best that God had for him. You see, when God sees that, he wants to meet with you to get rid of what it is that's holding you back. To get rid of what is there that has been holding you back. Now, Isaiah realized, he said, I have unclean lips. And he said, I am undone. Then the seraphim, the angel, took a coal from the altar, a sacrifice and was flown to him by a seraphim, an angel, and touched his mouth with it. And whatever Isaiah's problem was, it was taken away, and his sin was purged. He said, your iniquity has been purged. Oh, praise God. In meeting with God, God will never leave you where you are. He will provide what is needed to come to you, to come out of what has been, for you to come out of what has been your hindrance and enabling you to enter into His purpose for your life. Praise God. You see, any time that a person has a meeting with God, God wants to settle the hindrance. He wants to get it out of the way. And I want to tell you that there is an altar in heaven today. And that altar is still burning with fire. And it's the fire of the Holy Spirit. And I believe what God wants to do is prepare a people for this time in which we are living to be people that are cleansed and sanctified and made fit vessels so God can use them. You see, it's time to get every hindrance out of the way. It's time to remove every obstacle. And the only way that can happen is by a supernatural sanctifying fire of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah! I believe if we could see with spiritual eyes today, I believe that we could see a seraphim going to the altars of heaven and he's picking up coals. He's picking up fire. And he wants to deliver that fire to people right here at Glacier Valley Church of God today. And he wants to make people uh, 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 whole. He wants to make people uh, fit. He wants to separate people from their hindrance and, and remove everything that's holding them back. So they can move forward in the glory that God has planned. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God. Don't you feel the fire? Don't you feel? Oh, come behind. behind. Glory to God. Don't you feel the fire? Oh, don't you feel the fire? Hallelujah. Lord wants to burn it out of us. The Lord wants to consume what it is that, that's keeping us from being the vessel He wants us to be in this hour. So God wants to change our lives. To transform us from one glory to another glory. So we can become His servants. Third, we have a meeting with God because God wants to use us. Tell the person next to you, God wants to use you. Praise God. I just wanted to tell you today, God's up to something. God's up to something. There's a passing by of the presence of the Lord in this day and we need to get in on it. We need to make sure we don't miss it. That we move into what God has for us today. Praise God. And that's what happened to Isaiah. He said, I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? And all heaven resounds with that same message today in this day of crisis, in this day of hurt, in this day of pain, in this day of addiction, in this day where people are so confused and, and they need help and they need answers that the Lord is saying, whom shall I send and who will go for me? Who is going to take this thing on? And cause uh, the glory of God to come into the situation. Then Isaiah said, "Here I, here am I. Send me." <laughs> I tell you, we we couldn't help have a revival of unprecedented proportions if somebody would get that answer or give that answer today and say, "Here I am, Lord." Send me. Here I am, Lord. Send me. I'm ready. I'm available. My lips have been touched with a coal of fire. Hallelujah. I've heard the call. I've seen you high and lifted up. Here I am, Lord. Send me. And he said go and tell this people praise God. You see the reason that we have meetings with God in a very special way is for us to come to the position that we will hear the calling of God on our lives to fulfill the purpose he's called us for. You see remember Jacob back in the Old Testament? Jacob had a wrestling match with the Lord and he wrestled and he wrestled and he wrestled until he Finally, he said, I'll not let you go until you bless me. And from that point on, Jacob became a different man and he was called to fulfill the promise that had been made to Abraham and to Isaac. An unlikely candidate to be such a person. He was named Jacob, the supplanter, the cheater, but God raised him up from that name and gave him the name Israel and uh, promoted him into the realm of God's blessings. Hallelujah. Because he, God wanted to use him. God wanted to use him to bring the blessings into the people of Israel. And you remember Moses. Moses was 80 years old on the backside of the desert been tending to his father-in-law's sheep for 40 years, had not been very close to God even though he knew God's hand was on his life, even he knew that he had been called, but something happened before in his life that sent him into isolation and in that wilderness he lived for 40 years taking care of sheep. And God said, that's enough. And God decided it's time to have a meeting with Brother Moses. It's time to have a meeting with Brother Moses. You see, God has said, I've got bigger plans for Moses than he ever thought possible. He thinks he's used up. He thinks he's 80 years old and nothing else can happen in his life. That this is the way it's going to be from now on. But he had a meeting with Moses and it was in a burning bush and in that burning bush God talked to him and he said, Moses, it's time for it to happen now. It's time for you to get with the program. I want you to go down to Egypt and tell Pharaoh, let my people go. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Amen. <laughs> Somebody's having a burning bush episode today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Joshua had led the children of Israel across Jordan, but right in front of them stood the most incredibly big wall, the biggest wall that it had ever existed. And God said, this is the city that you are to take as the first city in possessing your Canaan land. And boy, they looked at that wall and it looked really, really thick it seemed like that there was nothing and the and the people of Jericho thought that there was nothing that could ever penetrate that wall because it was so thick, it was so big and God said, Joshua I want you to go and make battle on Jericho. Now of all the news that, that uh, uh, Joshua uh, would want to hear, that wasn't the news that he uh, thought that he probably should hear because it was the toughest, it was the biggest, it was the hardest. It was impossible. But he said, God says, I'm going, to, I'm going to be with you. I'm going to strengthen you. But he still was unsettled. And he was looking at that wall and looking at the, the, the fence that that city had. But something happened that changed the whole course of, of matters. All of a sudden there showed up. The captain of the host of the Lord. And that was the Lord himself. And he said that I am the captain of the host of the Lord. Go up against Jericho and I will give you Jericho. The walls will fall flat. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now Joshua had not been opened up to the presence of the Lord that would have never happened but he had this meeting with God and all of a sudden Jericho became small and God became big Jericho seemed impossible but the God of possibility showed up Hallelujah it seemed that Jericho cannot be defeated but uh, when the Lord showed up it was an easy thing they weren't going to have to do anything but march around it and shout praise God, hallelujah and the walls came down Mary the mother of Jesus God had a meeting with her And said something's going to happen to you that's going to change the course of mankind. Something's going to happen to you that's going to be hard to understand. But you're going to have a son. Even though you haven't been with a man, you're going to have a son. And his name's going to be Jesus. He's going to take away the sins of the world. Wow, what a message. And You know she submitted to that message. And she said, whatever you want to do with me, Lord, just go ahead and do with me what you want.
1: <laughs> Praise God. And she became a willing
0: servant. And remember Saul, on his way to Damascus, the persecutor of the church. He was a man that was bent on destroying young Christianity. But on the way to Damascus, he had a meeting with God. God met with him. God showed up in on his way to Damascus. And the Lord Jesus Christ confronted him personally and he was saved. His name was changed from Saul to Paul and he became an apostle to the nations. Oh, praise God. That's the reason we need to have a meeting with God. That's the reason that God reveals himself to us in a special way. It's to change us. It's to open us up for what God uh, for about what we are about, and for us to begin to fulfill God's purpose in our lives. So while we're here today, what is God up to? He wants to meet with you. He wants to meet with you. Our greatest yearning and our greatest desire should be to meet with God. To meet with God. It could happen right here this morning. It could happen during your week this week. But I believe God wants to show up in a very special way in our lives. Praise God. Hallelujah. Show up in a very special Do you see yourself in that capacity? Do you see yourself that God will have a meeting with you? And a transformation will take place that will launch you into something that you never thought possible. God is in this place and he wants to meet with you today. He wants to meet with you. It's his desire. He set up the meeting. He wants to have it. He wants it to take place. And you just have to be willing to meet with him to meet with him. Father, we thank you for your word today. And Lord, I know this is a very special group of people here today. We thank you, Lord, for being among us. But Lord, somebody in this place has been called to a special meeting. They've been called to come into a meeting with you. And see you more powerful and more awesome than they've ever seen you. To see your glory as they've never seen your glory. To come into your presence in a bigger way than they ever have before. Lord, and we just know that you're raising up people for the crisis. Raising up people that you want to use, prepare, you want to Send the fire down from heaven to purge us and to prepare us so we can fulfill your purpose, Lord. And we just know in this time that somebody is going to say, here I am, Lord, send me. Here I am, Lord, send me. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We love you, Lord. Praise God. Can we just stand together now? Everyone stand. I'm going to challenge you at the end of this service today. How many would say, Pastor, I really want to have a meeting with God? Would you just raise your hand? I want to have a meeting with God. Looky here. All these hands raised, I want to have a meeting with God. Well, I've got good news for you. God wants to have a meeting with you. God wants to have a meeting with you. He has something for you far beyond your expectation. Praise God. He, he's going to do some things for people and place them in places that they never thought possible. God's raising up people for these days in which we are living. And people here today are part of that. People are going to say, Lord, here I am. I'm ready to send me send me. So I'm going to pray with you today that's raised your hands and all week in fact for the rest of your life said Lord I'm in pursuit of you I won't I won't have a meeting with you and God said I want to have a meeting with you so let's get together let's get together. Praise God. So Father these hands are raised today. They're saying I need to have a meeting with my God. I I want to experience his glory Lord, and so we just pray today that as people have come to this place and this message has gone forth, Lord, that there will be person after person after person experiencing the power of your glory in an unprecedented way. And you're raising up out of this group today people to be used for your glory Lord, so we know that you're sending the fire to touch people's lips today with the fire of heaven. Oh, hallelujah, that everything that hinders will be removed. So everything that's in the way will be taken out of the way. So, Lord, we respond and we yield and we want your kingdom come and your will to be done. In the name of Jesus we praise you. Lord, we glorify you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, and let's just end the service by praising the Lord. Oh, Lord, we glorify you, we magnify you, we exalt you, we lift you up. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Praise the name of our Lord, hallelujah, hallelujah, praise God, praise God, hallelujah, thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus, praise God, hallelujah, praise God, hallelujah. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. For more information about the Glacier Valley Church of God, visit our website at glaciervalleycog.org. If you're in need of prayer, contact us, 789